right. All rise. All rise. You, Eurovision expert, because you are here at the fourth part. You have listened you have listened to every single Eurovision. If you're listening to this and you've listened to the previous episodes, you've listened to every single Eurovision winner. More than once now at this stage, if you've listened to the Patreon. You are now, rise you, sir, madam, NB, Eurovision expert. But we are not nearly finished. We're going to hear these songs another three fucking times and I have nothing else to talk about them. But, you know, what I've decided for this part, while we get into the quarter, semi and final of this competition is obviously you've heard the songs, I'm not going to have to play them too long. I'll play my favourite parts of the songs. Uh, I want to thank you for your very kind words about this Eurovision competition so far. People have been very supportive, people have been very nice. And sometimes when I talk about these kind of things that I like, whether, whether it be Star Wars, whether it be Marvel, whether it be, um, you know, whatever I'm talking about, I, I, I sometimes feel like I'm talking at you, RuPaul is another example. And it might not be everyone's cup of tea. Um, and so I often feel like I've, you know that vibe where you're talking to someone about something you're really interested in and they're like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, no way. And then they just stop. Kind of, The O'Reilly's kind of go away and their shoulders start turning away from you and you get the body language that they want you to fucking shut up about what you're talking about. But you can't because you're really interested in it. I was talking about this in the pod recently where even I say to Terry, I say, Terry, my dear, I need to talk at you about something for a second. Is that OK? And she goes, whatever. And I start to explain to her what an OLED TV is for a while. Now, it's individually lit pixels. You know what I mean? And I, and I say that to her. And, I, you know, I tell her about what happened in my D&D game. I'm going to talk at you for a second about what happened in my D&D game. And I may as well be saying, do you know what happened in a dream I had? It's the same reaction. But she, because I prefaced it by saying, can I talk at you about something? It's fine. So that's the vibe that I felt doing the pod. Can I talk at you about these things? But a lot of people coming back saying they really enjoyed it. So that's good to hear. It quells my Gary anxiety that I that I get sometimes doing this pod speaking into the vacuum of space um but I wanted to bring up something as well on, on the the main feed on this the, well it was the second of the Eurovision but it was probably the last episode that you heard here on the main feed is um I was uh I was talking about you know obviously <laughs> well, well I'll tell you what happened right it's not even a big deal and I brought it up on the Patreon um it's just Israeli Israel have a fucking have a few fucking bangers in the Eurovision, right? They do. They have a few fucking bangers in the Eurovision, and I was speaking very emphatically about one of the songs they have, um, Ab Abi Nibi, I think it's called from 1978, uh, Abba Nibi, with uh, Ishar Cohen and the Alphabeta, and it's the one that features a bongo solo that honestly you would hear in like a, a 70s uh, kind of black exploitation uh, cop drama kind of flick, and it's a fucking banger. And and so I made my I made my feelings clear about this being an absolute banger. But I feel like at the time, speaking so emphatically about it, uh, without maybe bringing up the the existing political uh, climate, not even political, you know, it goes beyond that, uh, the conflict uh, with Israel and Palestine might have seemed I might have seemed flippant, and I don't want to seem flippant. And I will say this: I'm really looking forward to the Eurovision this, this year, but I have a lot of issues with the Eurovision. Um, it is not. A place of inclusion. It is not a place of being progressive. I mean, it's a weird. Eurovision is so weird, right? You had um, Montenegro. I know Hungary. Hungary pulled out of the Eurovision this year because they thought it was because the new government that they have, the fairly more right, right leaning government, believed the Eurovision and any place within the Eurovision. He literally, he literally just said it's too gay. He literally said the or, or, or someone on behalf of Hungary said it's too gay. We're not doing it. Literally too gay. Like he's a fucking seven year old. Like, he's a seven-year-old in the fucking 80s. That's too gay. I didn't want to do it, right? And so comfortably could speak such hate 
and say that they didn't want to be having any association with LGBTQ plus environment. And, you know, Eurovision, I'm sure, have no issue being like, then fuck you then. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, we have Conchita, a drag act who comes out here and wins it. You know, it, it is big. It's a, it's a very, it, it presents itself with its, as inclusive. It presents itself as the place where there's no politics and if you actually have politics, uh, Belarus, for example, had a song denied this year from the Eurovision um, because it was deemed too political. Um, so the whole thing is like, look, let's not get into politics. We are here. We step out of the trenches. It is Christmas Day. We're kicking the football around. The world is a beautiful place. Look at the big heart in our logo. Yet they still ban the Palestinian flag. And they ban the Crimean flag. And they ban, I think, the North Cyprus flag. And they ban the Basque flag. Um, they, they ban flags they deem to be antagonistic for the countries that are paying a large portion of the money there. And in doing so, they're actually making nations be invisible. I mean, the Iceland, I think Iceland 2019, and this is a fucking ball, ballsy fucking move now by the, the Iceland uh, Eurovision, um, I don't remember the name, um, Eurovision contestants. Uh, they, they held a Palestinian flag, and this is when the Eurovision was in Tel Aviv. But I mean, the, Palestine is the neighbours, you know what I mean? Um they, they look at that like that's being deemed antagonistic. But regardless of that, it, it's been banned. It was banned before then. They held it up because it was a banned flag. Um, when the Ukraine won the Eurovision in 2014 or 2016 with a song um, called 1944, you know, half the song is in uh, the Crimean, Crimean Tatar, Tatar language, um, because the Crimean flag is banned. Um, in 2008... Russia won the, the Eurovision in a year when they'd fucking annexed the Ukraine. Do you know what I mean? So it is not a place of inclusion. It's actually a despicable organization. And it is funded by the, the big, you know, the big five, now the big six, I think, with Australia. And they get to say, they get to paint their picture of what the world is. Um, so it's not, it's not... It's not without its fucking issues. And so I wanted to bring that up to be like, I know I'm very, um, I'm talking very emphatically about the Eurovision and mainly Ireland's, for me, it's Ireland's involvement in the Eurovision that I'm particularly proud of because uh, I think, I think Ireland per capita of artists, I mean, it, it's just, I feel like there's something genetically different about Irish people. And I think our history of the Eurovision and especially the the run that we had in the 90s, uh, I'm particularly proud of. For me, that's, as someone who really likes music, that's our, our World Cup, you know. Um, but I do also think it is a, a despicable organization that presents itself as being very inclusive and progressive, and it isn't. And I want you to think of, I want you just to know that. And I want you just to know that, you know, this is not the world. This picture that they're painting, this is almost like a corporate, you know, you see like an ad, you know, they say that, you know, big corporate ads are what, are like you know the fucking Zalando ads that everyone fucking hugging and being like you're selling me shit you know what I mean don't fucking try and ever ever profit off pulling on my heartstrings the fact that I haven't hugged my mom in in months do you know what I mean fuck off <laughs> fuck off Zalando I'm not having a go well, I am having a go fuck off don't 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 bring that shit in here <laughs> this is a, so you know what I mean it is it is a, a, the, what the rich countries wish wish Europe um, was, wish the world looked like, at least from an artistic point of view. But 
You can't fucking act like Palestine don't exist. You can't act like Crimea doesn't exist. You can't act, act like, you know, Basque culture doesn't exist. They act like it's not political. And then they make big political decisions by, by completely alienating um, these smaller nations who all they have is a fucking flag. You know what I mean? All they have is just the identity of a fucking flag. But look, I wanted just to bring that up. Um, and look, I know my, look, before you're like, you know, get back in your fucking box, back in your boo box with Glenn Close, the pirate. That was Glenn Close who get to put in that boo box um, with a scorpion. Get back in your boo box, funny man. Um, go back to asking people, you know, what they want from a chipper in a hilarious um, video about made up South County Dublin names. You know, get back in your box. Uh, I, I, and I know my role is. It's it's professional shy talker. But I didn't want you to think I was be, being flippant. And I definitely wanted you to know that as much as I'm going to be cheering on Leslie Roy this Friday when she brings home that trophy for Ireland, and as much as I'm going to watch it and not boycott it, um, I want you to also know that I find the whole organization fucking despicable. <laughs> I find it despicable. Despicable to... To be, to be part of the whitewashing, not even of history, but of the present of countries who all they have is a fucking flag. That's all they have, and you won't even let people fucking wave the flag. Despicable. But um, <laughs> but we're not talking about that. That's what I'm saying. But put a pin in that, okay, because it's a funny man. Roll, plude. I'm going to put a little pin in that. I know my role, uh, and it's the shy talk. Um, and we've got a lot to get into today. This is the quarter, mm, semi, mm, and final, final of the Eurovision pod contest. This is the end. But before we get on to that, and there's a lot to get into, I would like to give my thanks and praise to this week's sponsor of the podcast, the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Um, as you know, the Dubliner are a fine brand and a fine group of people, and they make a fine-ass whiskey, a foul, you know. <laughs> on the rocks or neat, that's a fine-ass whiskey. Better get a... Um, a, a, a chair as a seat and drink some fine ass whiskey. Um, and what's great about the whiskey is the fact that it is a, um, you know, it is an Irish whiskey that at least the traditional Dubliner is aged in bourbon casks and it gives it a hint of sweetness and it also makes it a perfect candidate for a lot of bourbon cocktails with the hint of the Irish, uh, Irish whiskey taste in it. You know, not just that completely kind of you know rounded off kind of um, sweet bourbon taste. It is an Irish whiskey with just a hint of it. And I've been coming up with a couple of Euro. I'm coming up completely on my own with um, a lot of European cocktails. Given the fact that this is Eurovision Month on the pod. Last week we had the Bunga Bunga cocktail. It's a cocktail I invented, not the cocktail the Boulevardier, the famous Italian whiskey cocktail, a whiskey Negroni. Um, and this week we have um, a cocktail I've come up with that I'm calling Le Sucette which is a French cocktail, a.k.a. the suck, um, because it's so sweet. You, you know, kind of kiss your, uh, you know, suck your teeth because uh, it's such a, a tasty cocktail. Um, and what this cocktail is, this is how you make it. What you want to take is you want to take um, kind of one and a half measures of your uh, Dubliner Irish whiskey. You want to have one and a half uh, measures of cognac, uh, one and a half measures of sweet vermouth, and a half uh, measure of a Benedictine liqueur. Put in a little two dashes of bitters in that, some aromatic bitters. What you want to do is you want to combine your whiskey, your cognac, vermouth, benedictine, and bitters in a mixing glass. Fill it with ice. Stir, 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 stir. Strain that into an old-fashioned glass. Fill it with ice. And then garnish it with a tasty little cherry. And you serve that up and you enjoy. That's what I call the Lusucette. Some people call it the Vucare. 
And let me recommend a particular Dubliner Irish whiskey for that. As you know, the Dubliner is a cool, you know, disrupted distillery, and they like to hang out with some cool, um, some cool breweries. You know, they, you know, game respect game. Is that what they say? Is that what cool people say? Game respect game. Doesn't matter. Anyway, they have a limited edition release of a collab with uh, Rascals. You know, Rascals, the 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 cool brewing company. Um, they're cool. I'm a young man. Um, and they have a couple of new uh, beer cask range. One is a smoked stout, and another one is, in fact, an old-fashioned. So maybe try one of them. Uh, they're very limited. There's only there's less than 2,000 bottles available uh, in the Irish market. So do check out that cool collab in the beer cask range. Um, they're smoked stout and old-fashioned. And maybe try it in my cool new cocktail that I came up with and no one else did. Um, the, the Les Sousette French, um, French uh, whiskey cocktail. But look, nothing to it but to do it, as they say. So look, this is the first scrap of 15 scraps in this tournament, okay? And this is the first one in the first round of the quarterfinals. Then there's going to be a second round of the quarterfinals, then the semis, then the finals. I don't know how tournaments work. This is 2017's winner, Portugal, who amassed the the highest number ever of his of points in the competition um, against Ireland's best song, <laughs> the Rock and Roll Kids, the most popular song in Eurovision history versus Ireland's most popular Eurovision entry, who is going to win? So this is Amar Pelos Duas by Salvador Sobral. It is a jazz waltz. Walsh? <laughs> waltz. Um, with the lyrical theme of heartbreak after a breakup. It received praise from music critics, considering it Portugal's all-time best ever Eurovision entry. I think it's a song about a man falling in love with a dog. He's got a top knot. He's got a similar... He's got the vibe of someone who plays, like, Ga. He's a Dublin Ga player who maybe just hasn't... Who hasn't just been to the barber in a while. Do you know what I mean? He's just trying something new. And the lad's been rinsing him over his hair for a while. But he's like, ah, yeah, I'm going to get a cut. Yeah, we'll get a cut, but... This is him being his true self. And then he comes up and steps on the stage and sings like this. And they realise, Jesus, maybe we have been rinsing Jonesy a bit too hard. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know that sort of vibe? <laughs> anyway, um, Luisa Sobral, who's the composer of this, which was the sister, um, Luisa Sobral and then the brother uh, sang it. Uh, Salvador, I wanted to write a song that represents me, that could be on a record of mine. A song that I could be proud of. And that's what I did. Utterly captivating. It even won the Portuguese Golden Globe. <laughs> what? Alright. Beautiful. Any other trivia now do I have about him? Salvador was uh, 28. So look, that is Salvador Sobral. Um, up against... Look. <laughs> Calm down. It's just the postman. 
Sorry, I've got a big dog here. Um, <laughs> against Paul Arrington, Charlie McGettigan, the fucking... This has got to be now the 17th time I've played this on a podcast, isn't it? And you know what I'm going to say about how it's the anymore that one for Ireland. I remember 62. You're doing your fucking hoop. You're a young man. I was 16 and so You're lying to me. And we lived Maybe Brendan Graham was 16 who wrote this. On the avenue. So Brendan Graham wrote this. Let's have a look. What age would he have been when this came out? Jerry 45 he was. And Elvis too. 62. Blue jeans and blue suede shoes and we never knew. Uh, he was born 1945, was Brendan Graham. Hang on, shut up for a second. You were 17. You were 16. We just wanted to rock you were, you were 16. <laughs> but Paul Harrington wasn't 16. Let's have a look. Maybe he was. Paul Harrington. No, he would have been six. Or he would have been two in 1962. So that's a lie. With Charlie McGettigan, he looks a bit older. Um, he would have been 12. <laughs> but that was once upon a time. Now we never seem to rock and roll It's a better song. Oh no This dog is my girlfriend. Um I'm gonna ex you can call me um you can call me... Who sings X Gone Give It To You? Hang on, talk to me. Is it DMX or Exhibit? Oh, RIP. X Gone Give It To You. DMX. You can call me DMX because um, X Gone Give It To You. Uh, Charlie McGettigan and Paul Harrington and RIP DMX. This <laughs> fun guy. Um, I'm not laughing at DMX. I'm la- I, I, I'm not laughing at DMX. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at why am I talking about this, you know? Um I'm all over the place. Uh, congratulations to Rock and Roll Kids for beating the greatest ever winner of the Eurovision Song Contest, Portugal, with Amar Pelos Duas. Now we're going to have this. This is going to be a tough one. Um, this is going to be two years apart. Um, this was uh, Johnny Logan won for Ireland in 1987, seven years after he had already won in 1980. So this would have been in 19. 19- 87, this would have been live in Belgium. Uh, Johnny Logan comes out and he wins for Hold Me Now. That's the song we're going to hear. And it's up against um, Switzerland's 1988 Nepali sung by Celine Dion, uh, which was live in Dublin after the win of, uh, of Johnny Logan. They're both good songs, and I'm kind of getting fucking sick of Johnny Logan, so who knows which way this is going to go. I'm also on a bit of a Celine kick at the moment. Um, but let's hear Johnny first, I think would be the most the, the best thing to do. Is Johnny's coming out in his iconic white suit. Um, Noel Callagher there coming out doing the old strings. Don't, don't just walks out. Don't. Don't. Close don't. Johnny wrote this as well. Uh, he didn't hear on the Patreon there, but um, Johnny Logan and Dickie Rock have, have quelled their beef. Um, they're doing all right now. I'm not bringing it up again. Touch. I love that. No! His mouth is so small when he sings that. I've nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I've nothing else to talk about. Be with someone else's 
Let's fill this memory for the last time. He is the only winner to won twice, Johnny Logan. Uh, you know, this is a tremendous success. What do you say when words are not So you know that, you know that. And that is up against Celine Dion for Ne parlez moi. Uh, who is uh, famously not from Switzerland. She's from Quebec in Canada. Um, should she have been able to win the Eurovision for Switzerland? Should Maroon 5 not be able to do it for Ireland? <laughs> I really don't want them to do it. Uh, did you know Celine Dion is a doctor? She is not a medical doctor, but Université Laval in Quebec gave her an honorary doctorate in music. Dr. Celine. Dr. Dion. Doctor, Doctor Dion. Hang on, I think I have. Hang on, I think I've thought of a joke. Um, Doctor, Doctor Dion. Um, I, my, my chest. I feel a pain in my chest, and I can't move my left arm. She takes out her, her stethoscope. Um, your heart will go on. Is that, is that good? Um, what are <laughs> what are songs? Uh, Doctor, Doctor Dion. I need you to operate on me all by myself. <laughs> There's no one else, you know. All by myself. Um, what else? Um, Dr. Dion, uh, I was in here last week, um, but your receptionist uh, didn't remember me. Uh, <laughs> no, hang on. Dr. Dion, um, the receptionist said you lost my file, but I was in here last week. Ah, it's all coming back to me. Jenny? <laughs> Dr. Dion, uh, thanks so much for this out-of-office visit. Uh, well, I drove all night. Said... So um, I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. To, oh, I'm gonna give it. I mean, I'm gonna give it to. I might give it to Nepali Pensamois. Nepali Pensamois. It's just the vibe I'm on right now. Nepali Pensamois. Hang on. Wait, she gets really good here. Yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry, Johnny. Johnny fucking no mates. You're out of this one, boy. You're out of this. Johnny fucking Johnny Logan. More like Johnny no more in the competition. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Johnny Logan. More more like Johnny no in parentheses longer in this competition. You are. Close parentheses, gone. <laughs> so I'll see you later. Next up, we have uh, Sweden with Waterloo versus Denmark, 2000. Fly on the wings of love. Um, a controversial one. Uh, the Russians kicked off, and I'll play. I'll play. I'll play Denmark first. Uh, this is the Olsen bro- brothers, not to be confused with the Olsen twins. Um, the eldest uh, winners ever. Um, and um, it's a love ballad where they describe the beauty of a woman you ever see a woman she looks like a bunch of wings man and I love that about them 
Brad. Now, you see, I wouldn't correct a Dane saying Brad, lie. But I got corrected by a sweet. <laughs> I need to drop this whole melee thing. I hope she didn't ever listen to this when I got corrected by melee. She's the greatest love I've ever had. Greatest fuck. Greatest ride of ever. I said to my friend Claire, she said that Flying the Wings of Love was the Eurovision song. And I bet her, I think, 20 quid that it wasn't. And she was so, you know, someone's so confident. And I'm like, I've lost. I've lost already. And she's like, I, and she was laughing at me that I even took the bet. She was so confident. She was dead right. And as time goes by. As time goes by, there's a lot to try. In the warm sand. In the warm sand. Hand in hand, man. Love is all around me. There's just such a fucking hook. It was number one, the Irish charts and the dance charts with the, uh, the other version. Let's get the robo voice. So unnecessary. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Go up a key, man. It's a banger. It's a straight up fucking unadulterated banger, but I am so sorry, man. This is like, do you know what this is like? This is like, um, this is like, you know, this is like seeing like a little X-Wing. You know what I mean? This is like an X-Wing flying out. And you're like, yeah, that looks pretty good. Nice bit of kit. It's an X-Wing. It can kind of, you know, from Star Wars, the thing that Luke Skywalker flies. You know, yeah, it's it's got maneuverability. It's got lasers. Yeah, I mean, that against a, you know, a, a, um, a womp rat. It'll be shot down. And then comes along the Death Star. That's no moon. That's ABBA with Waterloo for Sweden. Quite a similar atoms. Blowing up every fucking planet in the way. And the X-Wing's just trying to get away. I was defeated, you <laughs> Haven't a fucking hope, the Olsen brothers. Couldn't escape if I wanted to. No, with my faith is to be with you. I feel a presence in the force. A million souls <laughs> call out. Uh, and vanish um, my commiserations Denmark Waterloo are through to the next round did I stammer you're gone you're done let it go you did. You put up a good fight um, but no you're long 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 since passed <laughs> anyway Norway 2019 Alex Ryback with Fairy Tale up against inarguably another Death Star in uh, Neve Kavanagh's In Your Eyes uh We'll do a little bit of fairy tale, and you've heard these already before, so I won't dwell too long on them. Alex Ryback, the guy with the lovely little face, um, who also um, coined uh, a song for, uh, for Belarus, his, um, his home nation of Belarus. Uh, it didn't do very well. Not as good as this one. Very confident performance, a man coming out with a fiddle. You know what they say about man with a fiddle? Um... Uh, they make good good Eurovision contestants dream 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 
She was mine and we were sweet. We were sweethearts, man. That was then, but then it's true. Are you a fairy tale? I'm in love with a fairy tale. Hey, can I stop you for a second, man? Will you put your foot in this uh, glass shoe? You must have dropped it, because you're like a fucking fairy tale bird, man. Did you arrive here in a pumpkin, bitch? <laughs> Put your foot in this see-through boot, because you must be a bloody fairy tale, man. You are a stunning woman. <laughs> you are something out of Hans Christian Andersen, man. Just please put your foot in the glass uh, fucking shoe, man. If it fits... Uh, well, maybe we have some bog roll make it fit. It's a big boot. Maybe we put some fucking bog roll down the front of the shoe and you put your foot in this dirty fucking <laughs> glass boot with a load of bog roll in it, man. Because you are so beautiful. You must be like a Cinderella or something. Or maybe Sleeping Beauty, you wake up with a little kiss. <laughs> Where are your dwarfs? Excuse me, can I ask you a question, a personal question? Where are your dwarfs? Because you are a sleeping beauty, man, except you're awake. <laughs> hey, where are all the little birds that are putting your clothes on? Because you must be like a Snow White. Um, okay, that's up against... Um, that is up against Neve Kavanagh. Uh, the greatest, the, my favorite um, Irish entry. Uh, and I'm not talking about bloody... My, my, I'm not talking about uh, the proctologist's favorite. Uh, I, I don't know. Show no emotion. My feelings, my feelings have been inside. locked inside. Sounds like me. Very unemotional. I'm an island. I'm an island now. Try to take my heart and hide. I'm actually getting this song for the first time now. I'm seeing the lyrics. I'm afraid of letting go. Whoa. But suddenly an open door. And she changes the way she sings it. I never saw this before. In your eyes, I see the light leading me home again. It's heaven in your arms, my love. My heart is in your hands. In your eyes. Wow. Written by Jimmy Walsh. Let's get to the end. This is a love song written where the singer tells about how she was like lonely as she found love and heaven in her lover's arms and how it changed her. I see forever in your smile This woman is a child again Song only got to 24 in the UK singles. So, shows what they know. Shows what they know. Um, I'm going. I mean, you can call me DM because X going to give it to you, and you can, you can. I'll DM you and let you know how good a job you did um, in '93. Uh, Neve, you did great, and you did better than fucking. Put your fucking shoe in this. Where's your dwarf, man? Put your foot in this glass boot and put a get a call a dwarf, man, because you're a fairy tale. <laughs> I want to do more of that character, whoever that is, but a different time. Thank you very much, uh, Alex. You are out. Of the competition, and of course, Neve Kavanagh is in. But Neve Kavanagh has stiff conversation. Conversation? Competition. She is up against Waterloo in the next round, but enough on that when we get to that. Uh, or more, or whatever. 
So here we go. This is in 1944 by Ukraine. And there was accusations of it uh, being political. Um, in a 2016 interview with the, Guard, with the Guardian, Jamala, who's performing here, she said that the song reminded her of her own family living in Crimea nowadays, claiming that since the annexation in 2014, the Crimean Tatars are on occupied territory. The song lyrics, however, do not address this annexation. The rules would have prohibited the song had it, had it done so. But I mean, she's... With the emotion in this, there's, there was no doubt. It is the first song to contain lyrics in the Crimean language. Um, you might remember as well, Australia had kind of won by a landslide. And for this is the first ever year with judges, um, uh, judges points as well. And I went to the fucking all folk, get some cans, thinking Australia had won it. And I came back and then not only had the Ukraine won it, but I'd also missed this incredible performance. It's a banger. That dark synth. Whoa. We're a people of free. To live and love the happiest time. How time. How time. Every phone of me. You got to show me love. Words are so easy to say. You got to show me love. That's the kind of vibe I get off that. It's a, good, it's a great song. It's a great song. And it's up against um, Azerbaijan's I'm rolling all scared now. I'm fucking on kryptonite. Um, with uh, L and Nikki. Uh, which is absolutely reeks of Take That. Um, I'm so happy that he came back, G. Barlow. Neither singer had ever performed in a duo. Both singers were unsure of the success of such a project. Look, Elle, bro. Elle is the man. You should be lucky to be in the presence of Nikki. She's carrying your ass. You can call Nikki a fucking... Um, uh, a fucking Fjallraven bag. Is that what it's called? Because <laughs> she's carrying your ass, bro. You can call, uh, call her fucking ba- uh, Nikki Baby Bjorn, bro. She's carrying your ass. So you missed this. You want to miss this fact uh, on the Patreon? This um, this song broke the record of winning with the lowest average of points. It received on average about five and a half points uh, per jury. 5.26 points per jury. A song so mediocre that the whole world could agree it was mediocre. How's L doing since? Eldar Gazimov? really sad here <laughs> sorry I'm just I'm, I'm looking at you know what sometimes says on Wikipedia it might have like a um, 
a lot of columns and you know rows to kind of show the success of singles over 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 time. You know where it might have you know it you know it was number one in the UK charts in this day, and then his next song would have been like seven in the UK charts and blah blah blah. Um, there's most unnecessary table here on his discography where it has Running Scared I mean came 41st in Ireland 59th in the Netherlands 99th in Romania and then every other song and there's under 20 songs after this are just left blank did not chart did not chart did not chart <laughs> like all over the world like imagine every country in the world and then every song he's done and their chart position and it's just a dash where it says did not chart poor Eldar Gazimov um, anyway here with more of this Scared and I Um Or I'm running on scared tonight Oh I uh, <laughs> I kinda wanna give it to I kinda wanna give it to running scared. I don't know what it is. I really like I really like the song. Come to me Come to me tonight. I gotta need you. I gotta need you. I gotta need you. Um, hey, why did the baker um, get sacked? He needed a poo. Um, I gotta need you. Um, oh, but it is a better song. It is when the competition gets difficult and I start singing because I've <laughs> nothing else to talk about. I'm gonna. Um, you can call me DM and you can slide into me because X go and give it to. Um, I'm gonna give it to the Ukraine, or sorry, I'm gonna give it to Ukraine. They don't like the Ukraine. I'm gonna give it to Ukraine um, for Jamala. Ah, yeah, no, I am. I am gonna do that, but I haven't yet. Why not? Because I can't, and I'm running all scared tonight. Yes, it was a turnaround. L and Nikki Eldar. Um, you could tell you what you might have an empty uh, table of all the countries where you've not charted in the last uh, twenty years. But I'm putting you through to part two of the quarterfinals of this. I'm giving it to you. I'm running on scared. I'm running with my heart here on this one, and you're going through. I'm sorry, Jamala. It's a very powerful song, an incredible performance, a better song. But it just is not in my heart. Um, congratulations. Okay, we got Turkey 2003 versus Latvia 2002. This is in the height of the Eurovision-y Eurovision songs. This was when... Um, and I, I, at first, when I started this competition, I was giving out about them. I fucking love them now. This is what the Eurovision is all about. So this is Turkey. Every way that I can. Versus Latvia. Uh, I want it by Mary N. So here's um, Turkey. Um who um, a load of belly dancers? They're all going for that kind of dark jasmine bit, you know, in Aladdin, where she's all tiddling. Uh, Jafar's scarf, that kind of vibe. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole cultural, <laughs> you know, explanation for that kind of type of dress. Um, but for me, a moron, I need to conjure up the, the fictional city of Agraba <laughs> and talk about one of the outfits a made of princess wore in it. It's powerful. This is Sir Tabariner with Every Way That I Can. She received the State Medal of Distinguished Service in Turkey. She was named as one of the 91 symbols of the 91st anniversaries of the Republic of Turkey. 
Every way that I can. You have to listen to Eurovision songs at least three times. Because this is a banger. Straight up fucks. She developed her singing style based on Barbara Streisand and Alanis Morissette. And Sting. I'm going to skip ahead to the rap. All right, that's up against uh, Louise Bega, the, the female Lou Bega, Latvia's Marie N, uh, with I Wanna, which is another just straight up Eurovision, Eurovision banger. Ay, 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 uh, it's a salsa number where she gradually removes her clothes very androgynous I read that the lyrics are about a controlling relationship let's see here I'm ready to support this artful game you always play because you don't know the fee when which you will later later pay today today you think you're a winner Today you think you're the king. You make me sweat in my emotions. Under your fly away, fly away wing. I want to be the sunshine in your arms. I want to be the light from shooting stars. I want to be the queen in your sweet lies. I want to be the love spark in your eyes. Today you think you're the winner. Today you think you're the king. You make me sweat in my emotions under your flyaway, flyaway wing. Emotions. Flyaway wing. I want to be the queen in your sweetie lies. Excuse me, can I stop you there? I want to be the queen in your sweetie lies. Is that Corey me, Sarah? Is that Corey? I want to be... Sorry, can I just ask... Uh, I just saw you from across the corner. I want to be the sunshine in your arms. Pardon? Sorry, I've been... It's been COVID. I haven't really been chatting to people outside. Sorry, uh, what I meant was, I want to be the light from shooting stars. What was it? Um, what else? Did you say? I want to be the queen in your sweet lies. I want to be the love spark in your eyes. Ah, yes, let us... Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Turkey. Every way that I can. I'm going to be a fucking bad man. Um, you've got it. Sir Rab. Sir Tabariner. You're <laughs> round two of the um, thing that I'm doing. Now we have. Um, now this is going to be tough. Now this is the fucking battle of the fucking. Is it, do I want to say affable? Affable or amiable? What am I looking for? Friendly, good-natured, easy to talk to. I haven't spoken to them. Amiable. Um, having or displaying a friendly, pleasant manner. Amiable is what I'm looking for. It's the battle. It's the battle of the amiable. Ami- amia battles. Where uh, with the Netherlands, I'm Beetje versus Germany, Satellite Lena. Now, you weren't here for the Patreon, or maybe you were. I found out that Netherlands, I'm Beetje. Actually, I'll play it for you. May as well. What else am I fucking doing? Um... This is the kind of real nice kind of uh, 
This was very different at the time for Eurovision in 1959. It was the first upbeat one with a hint of tongue in cheek. And she shrugs. Do you know what she's saying? He's saying, would you cheat on me? She's like, oh, you're asking if you would cheat on me. Would you ever see anyone else? Would you ever love anyone else? And on Beitje, she's like, yeah, a little. Cheeky! On Beitje. You cook. I'm riding rings around you. I'm Beitje, a little bit. Are you faithful? A little bit. But the whole thing is like, are we not all unfaithful in that we can love loads of things kind of thing and it's very cheeky for 1959 let's get the actual Ein Beetje translation so that meant with the smell of roses and kissing goodbye at the door, the night is blue, you whisper mouth to mouth, I swear eternal allegiance to you. A bit. You were in love more than once, mister. You know that. Your heart came up with a little idea more than once. You were sorry. But ah, you know, sometimes you forgot. Maybe a bit too soon. Maybe a bit too soon. Your little oath of loyalty. Beautiful. I'm So that's very cool. <laughs> so that's very cool. And that is up against um, an absolute banger. Um, an American penned song, Lena's Satellite. Um, I even did my hair for you. I even did my toenails for you. I did my toenails for you and all. I even did my hair for you. Love, love, love. I've got a funny little feeling about you. Everywhere for you. I even did my hair for you, man. I bought new underwear like blue. That's like a fucking satellite, man. I left on the porch light for you, man. <laughs> Either way. Love, love, love. I gotta find I feel about you, cause I, oh, I. Minute without your love. Like a satellite, I'm in orbit all the way around you And I will fall out into the night No, I'm in it without your love What a fucking banger I'm beat you I'll fucking beat you I won't beat you, I wouldn't never hurt anyone I'm not going to hurt anyone um, But I'll uh, Compared to satellite, I'm beat you I hate you You don't, I, you know It's cute um, Teddy Shulton Is Teddy Shulton still alive? Do I dare? No, I don't want to Google that. I don't want to. I don't want to know. I do want to know. Hang on, Teddy Shulton. I don't want. To, it depends how rude I'm going to be. Teddy Shulton. No, she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. I'm you. She died. 2010 she was 83 she would have been 94 now she died in the Hague Jesus who knows see you think you know people do you know what I mean and then they end up in the Hague um okay look uh Lena I don't mean to, I'm not laughing at, I'm not laughing I'm not laughing at her dead at her being dead I, I Lena I even did my hair for you 
I even bought new underwear, light blue. What's up, what put them on the other day? Um, great job, you are through to the next round, but you have stiff competition because you are going to be facing the winner of this. Look, um, I think the only way to do this is to maybe play... the. The first song is going to be the UK's 1981 winner, the most controversial moment in Eurovision history, um, Books Fizz, Making Your Mind Up. Making Your Mind Up. Um, this is the iconic, controversial skirts scene. Um, I also found out um, on a recent pod that I did on Friday that um, this song um, was mainly written by... Um, a gentleman called Andy Hill. And Andy Hill showed this song to his girlfriend, then-girlfriend, and she said, um, that's great, you should get someone else to help you with the song. You should sign with my publishing label and I'll hook you up with a guy, John Danter. John Danter ended up doing fuck all! And she ended up getting uh, half the profits from this song forever. But making your mind up Let your uh, people, a lot of criticisms for the voice in this. And they're not great. But look, number one in Ireland, number one in Israel, the Netherlands, Denmark, Belgium, Austria, UK. The now famous skirt rip was mirrored by Mick Jagger and Tina Turner at Live Aid. And uh, they actually think that Mary N's performance was uh, directly linked from this costume reveal. See some more. That's where they ripped the skirt. So look, it's cute, and it's a it's a very popular song, and it, and it beat who did it beat in the last one? Books fizz, um, wild dance, Ruslana, Ukraine, another banger. So it's doing it's you know it's 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 this you know kid act you know they're doing the mashed potato and all that and all that stuff, um, and all of a sudden they're you're out on a field they're dressed and they're kind of like you know white you know uh, white trousers and they're frilly dresses and they're kind of going for this kind of like seventies fifties kind of chic, you know and they're doing the mashed potato on a hill and big sunshine all of a sudden they're they're, they're eclipsed they're eclipsed by something by something in the sky. And they look what what is that? What is this music? I've never heard anything like this. What is this? Like a star destroyer in the fucking sky. And they look up and they weep. They've never seen something so big. They feel like they're hallucinating. They're like panicking. They think they're dying. They're so shocked. And they see a door, a hatch, open in the battleship, and a light shines on them. <laughs> and they're floating in the tractor beam and they're weeping and their tears are going up and they understand now they understand that they're going to die but that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> they're not afraid they know that their organs and their blood will be used to fuel these tripods as part of the global domination of Lorene. They know that, and they're fine with that. They're, they're willingly doing it. 
They're actually now kicking and kicking their feet up the tractor beam, trying to fucking force their money into the, force their bodies into this meat, this alien meat grinder, so they can give them all of their essence and vitamins. Yes. Just her on the fucking stage, dancing around with a fringe. Incredible, great job. Um, yeah. I mean, come on. Am I, look, I know I'm on the Lorene bandwagon here. And I might be, you know, deemed a bit, uh, you know, biased. But do you, re- does, do you honestly think anyone's got a fucking hope? <laughs> or, or no, sorry, not, not even that. Do you also not agree with every time Lorene has won so far? If you don't agree, then do let me know. Let me know if you think that I'm being unfair. Let me know if you think that that is not the best banger. Okay? And I don't even think it's because it appeals to me. A millennial. You know? I mean, it would... Look, we'll get to it later on. We will get to it later on. uh, And I'm just... I haven't done the maths yet. I'm just hoping that um, Waterloo and... um, That they they don't... I haven't seen if they're going to face each other before the final, but... It, it 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 could be it could be the case. Anyway, look, it is Lorene. Lorene, you take books fizz um and their delicious pulpy vitamin infused body and their you know a lot of vitamin D in their uh, lovely skin <laughs> for you um to send your legion of uh, of of human enslaving tripods upon the earth. Um congratulations you are through to the second part of the quarterfinals of this contest. Okay, is this No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh hang on, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, we are now through to. We're now through to the. We're now through to the quarter, the actual quarter, quarterfinals. Okay, the quarters. Okay, here we go. Um, we have Rock and Roll Kids versus would have been Johnny Logan, but of course we've already established that it is um, uh, Johnny Good. Johnny, no long. Johnny, no in parentheses, no longer in this competition. You are close parentheses gone. <laughs> um, Celine Dion versus Rock and Roll Kids. <sighs> very, very quickly, just as a reminder, you know the songs, right? We were the Rock and Roll Kids. It's actually sounding shit now. I'm actually so done with this song. But I know how good it is. And I need to remind myself. This is the third time. The third time Ireland won. It was a song so good. So good that they had to be like, we have to give it to them again. A song so good that they had to be like, we know. Here we go. She is such a fucking star. Hang on, what does this actually mean? Ne parlez-vous français? Ne parlez-vous Don't leave without me. Um, doctor, doctor. Doctor Dion. Um... Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Dion. <laughs> I'm heading off to a French doctor's conference. Well, ne parties pense moi. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give it to Rock and Roll Kids. And now we never seem to rock and roll anymore. You are through to the 
semi-final of the Eurovision pop pom pom Okay, now we have... Now we've got... Oh my god, I don't know what to do because now we have... Okay. Neve... Neve... Neen! Um, I quote my own videos sometimes. Yeah, what about it? It's also the story of two very intelligent songs about what it is to fall in love. This is that I never thought I would love again. And it kind of reminds me as well, you know. It makes me think of my relationship. And I might even be, you know, all the things I think, oh, I don't think I want that. I don't know if I know if I want marriage. I don't know if I want kids. Maybe I'm an island. And then you realize, no, I want them with you. I want them with you. That's how I want them. I see the light leading me home again. It's heaven in your arms, my love. My heart is in your hands, in your eyes. It's the X-Wing. It's the X-Wing again out floating in space. And then comes along the Death Star. Skipped out of Like eclipsing all of the light and the X-Wing just floating in space. How could I ever refuse? Like I win when I lose. Neve, you're up against a fucking Death Star here. All right, look, this is what happens. This, the, the feeble X-Wing, the, the humble X-Wing spacecraft is floating in space. Neve Kavanagh, the pilot. But she's brave. She's scrappy. They said they got Adina Menzel to come in. She's like, fuck that. I'm going to fucking sing it. I'm going to be better than Adina. They said... They said that uh, she wouldn't, wouldn't, give him a, uh, wouldn't give her a record contract. She had to get in bed with Simon Kell in a business sense. She had to self-fund her own album. She was like, don't you fucking tell me I can't do it. And then she flies into the Death Star. And she's flying down the middle. And she's going to take out this fucking Death Star. She knows it. But then Darth Vader pushes it behind. Darth Vader, it's Benny it's, or it's Bjorn in a TIE fighter. And he's like, no, I'm going, you're going, you're not. And he gets it in a little scanner. Beep, beep, lasers are firing at Neve. But she, Benny's behind. He's getting the... Dee, 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 and eventually gets the target on Neve. He's about to fire the shot. And then... Pew, pew, the Millennium Falcon shows up. It's Han Solo. He says, Neve, you're all through, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. She fires a photon torpedo. It blows up the Death Star. It blows up the Death Star! Neve Kavanagh has blown up ABBA! It's gone! It's fucking gone! She did it! I think it's a I think it's a better song! I think it's a better song! I think it's a better ballad! I, I can't believe this! I think it's a better song! Neve Kavanagh has not knocked out ABBA! ABBA are no longer getting through to the semi-finals of the Eurovision Pod Contest. Congratulations to Neve Kavanagh. You are through. Where you will where you will compete against rock and roll kids again in the semi-finals. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean I'm making all this up, but I'm very excited. Alright. Oh my god, my heart is beating on my chest. Hang on, I have a sip of water.
And now it is running scared that beat the politic the politicized Ukraine uh, banger from Jamal in 1944. Running scared versus every way that I can. All right, here we go. The absolute oh, my heart's beating in my chest. Right. Gotta need you, man. Ooh. I'm running, I'm scared tonight. You know this one. Oh, I adore you. Okay, you got that. Versus. Um... Nothing in the world that would stop me, no sir. I don't even know if I was listening to them after all that excitement when Eve Cavanaugh blown up the Death Star. That was ABBA. Okay, okay. Um, what do I think? I'm going to give it a run scared. <laughs> I'm going to give it a run scared. I'm going to give it to Running Scared. Okay? Running Scared. Oh, my God. I can't. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Running Scared. You are through, even though I really like that every way that I can. Every way that I can. I'd be a better man. I think it's a better song. Yeah, and I'm going to give it to, I'm going to, give it to Every Way That I Can. Even though I keep talking about Running Scared. What does it matter? It's going to be up against Loreen next anyway. <laughs> All right, next we have Lena versus Satellite uh, versus Loreen with Euphoria. Oh, Lena, I'm so sorry to do these, man. Lena is playing her little satellite and all of a sudden on her little satellite, I got it bad for you. Save the best I had for you, man. I wouldn't have it the other way. We're getting something in on a satellite. It looks like a super star destroyer. <laughs> it's a fucking super star destroyer, man. It's such a banger shit. I don't... I don't know. You haven't a fucking hope. You haven't a fucking hope. You haven't a hope, Lena. All the best. Look, all the best. <laughs> you haven't a hope, Lena. Lena, I'm sorry. My commiserations, uh, Lena. It is an absolute stone cold banger. Uh, and it will be going into the playlist of my um, top Eurovision bangers. But Lorene, uh, you have killed it. Uh, you have killed it dead. You have blown it up into a pile of uh, pulpy guts. And it lies there on the ground. And my, my, Honestly, I do mean, I mean any offense to you, Lena. But you are nothing much, much but a puddle of um, of, of guts amid, amidst the, the, <coughs> the supreme force that is Lorene. And you know what? Out of respect... I, I respect you, Turkey, every way that I can, uh, Sir Tab or Irina. But you having a fucking hope against uh, Lorene? That's that's been beat. 
Lorene is in the final. Lorene is in the final and will face off against the winner of this in a semi-final. A clash of the ash in that it's Irish and it's a, a hurling <laughs> thing. Ireland's 1994 winner, the song that I called the best Irish Eurovision entry of all time against the song that defeated ABBA and a song I've also called my favourite Eurovision song of all time. Neve Cavanagh in your eyes. Let's hear just one more little bit of Rock and Roll Kids. They've heard me at the very end. I was yours and you were mine That was once upon a time Now we never seem to rock and roll Fuck. Fuck. We just never seem to rock and roll What was I thinking last year? It's such a better song! This boy was a child last year thinking that that other song was better than that song. If you want to be fucking talking about that. I'm giving it to Neve. Neve. Ma on Colleen. Ma, ma on fucking woman. <laughs> you are through to the final of the Eurovision pod contest. <laughs> but now what we have, an all-lady final. God, I don't know how to. Do, I don't know which way how to do this now. I don't know how to do this. We have Ireland's 1993 winner. I'm still saying the same shit again. This must be so boring for you, but bear with me. Neve Kavanagh versus the super fucking star destroyer, the Independence Day disc ship, the 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 War of the Worlds fucking. Hive <laughs> in Lorene. And I. Uh, we've just heard. Okay, we've just heard In Your Eyes. We've heard the best part of In Your Eyes. And we've heard the best part of Lorene. <sighs> what do you think? What do you think? Honestly, what do you think? Message me. If you're listening to this now, message me what you think. Message me now what you think. Uh, hit me up on Instagram right now. I'm going to tell you the answer now in a second. But take out your phone. I want to know what you think, right? I don't want to put up a poll. I don't want to put up a poll to, to, to um, you know, to, to, to sway who's going to be in the final, to, to give away the fact that ABBA are not in the final and that it is Neve Kavanagh and it is a better song than Waterloo. It's a better song. He already has that victory there. Tell me what you think. I would love to see. Check my DMs on Instagram and hear what you have to say about that. Um, but personally... Okay, this is what happens. Okay, this is what happens. I'm not going to play the song again. Okay. It's Neve Kavanagh or Lorene. We cut live to the Tony Cantwell shit show throne room. Where a woman in white 
fixes her skirt and fixes her robe. She's draped in a white robe. She seems nervous. We can't quite make out her face, but we know it's a woman. She enters the throne room and walks down, and she is overcome with emotion. A tear rolls down her eye as she sees all of the Eurovision combatants there. You have everyone. You've got everyone from uh, Teddy Shocken. You've got uh, Corey Brocken. You've got everyone out there. You've got, uh, you've got Lulu. You've got Sandy Shaw. You've got three Johnny Logans fighting with each other, say who, saying who, who the best one is, because he's, he's entered three times. Dan is there. Linda Martin's in the back dancing to Get Lucky. And she walks by everyone as they bow to her. Um, you got, you know, uh, Bucks Fizz tearing the skirts off people thinking it's all part of a game. But they're sharking people and they shouldn't be. Brotherhood of Man give them a bit of a nod. Charlie McGettigan give them a nod. Emer Quinn bows. And as the woman walks by Abba, they give her a knowing smile. As she walks up to the top of the throne room where I stand holding a gold medal. I hold up the gold medal and I say this is a medal for the winner of the Eurovision pod contest and I now give it to Neve Kavanagh and Neve Kavanagh comes out from behind she's not the woman in white and Neve Kavanagh holds up the medal and she says rise Lorene a sister in Eurovision arms sisters doing it for themselves you are the winner Lorene of the Eurovision pod contest. <laughs> such a fucking banger. Such a fucking banger. Loreen, she waves. Chewbacca goes... And everyone weeps. Congratulations, Loreen. It is a fucking stone cold banger and the greatest song in Eurovision history. But I want to say I'm so proud of you, Neve. I am so proud of you. You showed me. He showed the world how good. Uh, how it was a depth. It was the depth of the song that I didn't quite get before. You know, I got it, but I didn't. It never it didn't click. And I totally get it. And it's. I think it's far more interesting and far more. And the change from how she's made herself an island and then she turns and built a wall around me and the smile across with that big face, um, that big Irish head of Neve Kavanagh. Uh, it, it did something to me, but it cannot compete with Lorraine, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you very much for your support in listening to this along the way. It's been a lot, and I thank you very much to the Dubliner Irish Whiskey uh, for your very kind support in this, for the patronage, for allowing this to be a four-parter. Back to the normal stuff next week. And thank you very much. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, we are.